Please note, this show is entirely supported by you, the listener. Without your kind donations, we simply could not produce this podcast. If you want to keep hearing more from us, please visit patreon.com forward slash news, where you can sign up to get the podcast before anyone else. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 49 of the Brewdog News Podcast. This is being recorded on the 24th of September 2020. We're your source for the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the world of Brewdog and craft beer. This show is hosted by myself, Robert Cooper, and joining us today is uh, a woman who, uh, I believe, once worked with KISS, the band KISS. It's, it's Joanne Love. Hello everyone. She once went to Disney, but didn't take the kids with her. That's uh, that's Tamsin, of course. And uh, the man who once roadied for John Bon, the John Bon Jovi. It's Doug Johnson. Oh, he's very quiet. You have to say hello, Doug. Hello, Doug. <laughs> Coming up on this week's show, EFP tomorrow was launched, and my word, it's off to a flyer. We've got all the details for you. The results of our question of the month are in. Uh, Collabfest 2020 is happening, despite one thing and another this year that might have put a spanner in the works, but it is happening. Uh, 15 Stories in 15 Minutes is back. Uh, Brewdog claimed to have brewed the world's strongest beer. Uh, we've got our 50th episode coming up next episode, because this is episode 49, like I said at the start. And. Joe has only gone and got her own blooming podcast started. Yeah. We'll hear all about that. <laughs> Standard disclaimer time: we are our shareholders in Brewdog. No, we're not. Yes, we are. We're <laughs> yes, we are. Again. Ah. yes, we are. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm doing it again. Shareholders in Brewdog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of Brewdog. Right, <laughs> just without <laughs> theme music. <laughs> we're definitely bigger than we used to be but we're still inconsequentially tiny in the context of the global beer business. Why are you a punk? Am I a what? A punk? I really like beer and I like to drink it a lot. We wear our heart on our sleeve and we do things in our own terms. Am I right saying that Brewdog is trying to make crafted beer popular? Aye aye, Brewdog News Podcast. It's Wacky EFL Meldrum again. Can we start again? Whilst I pour this beer, a huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, but especially our top tier supporter, Innis. And uh, a thank you to whoever it was who just did our intro there, uh, because I haven't actually got it done yet, because I completely forgot before the recording. So whoever you are, you did a great job and you're hilarious. Thanks Love it. so much. Uh, guys, how the hell are you all? How's things? Yeah. Yeah, right. You know. Taking Excellent. <laughs> Joe, have, have you been up to anything exciting um apart from launching your own podcast which we'll come to? Um No. God, this is good working, conversation, isn't it? I'm working. I'm working working <laughs> on on my beer school and a podcast and there's just a lot of beer going on in my life at the minute. <laughs> Brilliant. Um Tamsin, how's life in the world of sustainability and water and stuff? Moving pretty fast. You got to stop and look at. Sorry, that was a terrible movie. Uh, no quotes. Um, what? That was a what? That was a movie quote. If you don't know, Rob, you don't know. No, I don't know. I, um, okay I was going to say. Um, well, the the bit of excitement was I actually got out of the house for the first time in six months and did Death Dog. Wow. Yeah. exciting yes we have that in our 15 stories in 15 minutes which is why i gave it to you you see what i did there i see you've been paying attention Susan very good there. and uh doug you're stuck in your sweaty closet as usual uh Obviously. yeah yeah you know um yeah i haven't really gone anywhere much or done anything exciting just play a lot of minecraft with my friends yeah fair enough and uh <laughs> The area of your town, Wisconsin's not really been in the news recently. Nothing much going on there, so yeah, no. I, I would it's just, not on just, fire. It's just stay in the house, don't yeah, drink stay in beer. The house. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Speaking of drinking beer, we've all got a beer on the go tonight. I've got a Hazy Jane just now. Uh, Joe is holding up something very dark and interesting looking in an overworked glass. What is that? Yes, I've got Krampus Nitch. What? Krampus Nitch, the Christmas beer from last year. It is a sour black ale. Spiced with cinnamon, clove, star anise, and orange zest, and aged in cognac barrels. See, 
I suppose it is. I suppose it could be considered a bit Christmas cakey, but I find like anything cinnamony always makes me think pumpkin spice and autumn. So nice autumny beer. Okay, so we'll let you off with the Christmas one then. Mm. Uh, Tamsin, what's what's in your what fills your cup? Well, I'm drinking lockdown in uh, honor of the new national restrictions this week. Yay! Yay! Yay. And, uh, Doug, what have you got on the go? I've got a Raspberry Pulp Patriot. Brilliant. (gasps) What time is it with you just now? Uh, It is 2.16. Oh, perfect time to have a nice day drinking session, which is all we can do now in the UK, because, you know... (laughs) Yeah, I heard. We got turfed out of the pubs at 10 o'clock, so, you know. But there we go. Um, Right, anyway, let's lend less of some words, less of this stuff... Let's talk about the big news. Uh, Equity for Punks tomorrow, a.k.a. EFP7. Uh, the crowdfunding has launched. And I don't know if you guys know this, unless you've spotted it in the script already. It only launched two weeks ago. It's at £3.5 million pounds yeah. already. That's madness. Staggering. Now, if you'd asked me to say where it'd be after two weeks, I would have gone, oh, it'd be getting up for like you know, half a million, three quarters of a million. I'd never thought it would be up to this. And no. I don't know who's investing. I don't know if it, we we don't know at this stage if it's people putting huge lumps of money in thinking this is a great place to put money just now or whether the lockdown and the amount of people that BrewDog's now reaching has grown to the point where, yeah, everybody's keen. Um, but yes, uh, EFP USA, that got renamed. We'll come to that in a second as well, Doug, because Doug has thoughts on that. EFP USA got renamed to BrewDog tomorrow. Uh, And all the perks and rewards changed as well, which caused a bit of consternation. Uh, And the main thing just now, uh, as you probably heard on the last podcast, is all the money from this raise goes towards sustainability projects. Um, Interesting one on that. I was was trying to think, um, I wonder if that money is actually ring-fenced, as in, like, I wonder if they put that money to one side or whether because of the amount of money they're they're spending on sustainability projects just now, whether it just goes in the pot. Uh, be quite interesting to ask James on that one if we get the chance. Uh, and finally, speaking of James, this is the last round of crowdfunding, according to James. Uh, very significant, that, because the next step, in theory, would be um, a stock market flotation, which, in theory, would mean shares can actually be cashed out and profit potentially made. Um but no, I don't think any of us really invested with the intention mm. of ever seeing a massive payday. Um, that's an awful lot I've said there. I'm going to pop something on screen. Who else would like to talk about this? Anybody got anything to say on it? Shall I explain the basics? Go for it, Joe, please. That'd be lovely. Right. So if you are new and don't know what we are talking about, uh, the Equity for Punks crowdfunding has happened. This is the seventh round. It's not called Equity for Punks 7 this time, like all the others. It's called Equity Punks tomorrow. Um, you have to buy a minimum amount of shares. One share is £25.15, but you have to buy a minimum of two, uh, which is £50.30 is your minimum buy-in. Uh, and it goes... It, you are buying a bit of BrewDog. You are... Um, going in you know going into as a shareholder so there's you know tax implications and all of that fun stuff coming along with it even if you only buy two shares yeah i think we'll we'll try and get neil back on at some yeah. point who who is excellent at talking about all the legally and share stuff on that sort yeah of things. all of that stuff because it is you know you are it's not just a a beer club that you're buying into it is actual shares in a company but the benefits of doing so are that you own a part of Brewdog. Um, and then there's lots of fun discounts that they give you. It's like lifetime discount in the bars and shops, a free beer on your birthday every year. You get an invite to the AGM for you and a friend. Um, you get a sustainable supper club membership this time, which Ooh. is double discount on vegan food Sunday to Thursday. Uh, access to exclusive Tomorrow Punk merch. Increased discount on DIY dog supplies that are going to come out soon for your home brewing. And you get a tree in the Brewdog Forest. So, lots of fun reasons to invest. Don't forget the notebook at the higher levels. (laughs) Oh, yes. And then depending on how much you actually put in, there are further um, further perks, ranging from notebooks to coolers and books and beer and lots of fun stuff like that. 
Yeah, I'm just looking here. If you put in like nearly two grand, uh, you get a special edition case of the bad beer vodka. Yeah. Um, one vegan meal every month for two years at Brewdog bars, things like that. So, yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff going on here. Mm. In fact, I'm just looking here. When you look at some of the things that the are available and left, there's only 57 of 150 of the own cask of sustainable whiskey, which would indicate that a huge chunk of people, relatively mm-hmm. speaking, have put over five grand in. So, wow. Yeah. Can I, yeah, can I just um, say, though, don't... Although three million sounds like a lot, mm-hmm. it isn't in terms of all the projects they want to do. Well, that that was something I was going to say. I mean, I would imagine even the... Um, What's the thingy we call? Oh, the aerator. No, it's not. Anaerobic digester. digester. I would would imagine an anaerobic digester is probably costing a a big chunk of that money before we even start. So that's why I'm thinking. (laughs) That's why they're quite comfortable to say that the money goes into there. So, yeah. Um, Should we just play in? There's a little video here um, that they've they've put out. It's about a minute long, but we'll uh, we'll just play this in for our audio and video peoples. We are officially the world's first carbon negative brewery and we remove twice as much carbon as we emit each year. And now we're on a mission to make our business even more sustainable and your investment will help us do just that. As well as helping build a greener future, investors in Equity for Punks tomorrow will also impart the world's leading independent beer brand. Our growth so far has broken all sorts of records, and with that growth set to continue, this is your opportunity to get involved. Together, we can set a new benchmark in sustainability and show the world what it really looks like when a company and its community genuinely care about the planet. For better beer. For a better planet. Powered by the people. For us all. This is Equity for Punks tomorrow. My thought at this point is very well done to them for not actually making a big stupid joke at the end like they normally do. <laughs> but I guess because it's a legal thing, they actually can't. So, <laughs> Yeah, quite interesting. This video actually constitutes a financial promotion relating to the offer. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, very interesting. Yeah, um, Doug, how did it go then with... Um, I know there was, we, you know, in our group chat, we, we spoke a little bit about this. Um, yeah, it, it didn't work out so well with the way the perks worked and stuff. Um, uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. Has, has things changed? Uh, yeah, they were... It came, came as a complete surprise that um, EFP3 USA ended and turned into, you know, America's version of BrewDog Tomorrow. So the fact that they're calling both raises the same thing really makes me think that, yeah, this is... They've stopped numbering now. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I was aiming for a perk and I had like three shares to go to get it. And now that's completely off the table. It's like, oh, you know, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. Um, but they what they did do is they locked all the referrals from the EFP3. And now there's a whole new block of intros you can get for in referrals, all new perks for around for the BrewDog tomorrow. So... Yeah, a bunch of us were a little butthurt at first, but I mean, yeah, you can't do anything about it. It is what it is. So you you just go, yeah, and you move on, and you go, yeah, I'll, you know, it's brew dog. <laughs> yeah, that's brew dog. Yep, yep. Oh look, there's a there's a photograph here in the uh, old. Uh, sorry, it's a really old photograph that's in the the prospectus, and I'm just looking back at some of these prices on the board. Mm-hmm. I was back when you could get a pint of punk IPA for four pounds thirty, so that's gone up like it's gone up by about twenty twenty five percent now. Everywhere you go, blimey, that was uh, that's only going back. We see the pumps that must be um, that must be only about six years ago as well. Eee, when I were now? a lad. <laughs> How much yeah. is a pint now? Six like six pounds? Uh, about five pound forty, five pound fifty. Tamsin will know better. She spent five pound thirty-eight in Scotland. I have to do math. But it's five, more expensive in London. Thirty is about six and a half bucks. Okay. Um, one of the other things that uh, came out as well was uh, the accounts for twenty nineteen, which I know doesn't sound very exciting, but there's usually some stuff uh, of interest in there. Um, did any of you lot get a chance to check them out? I did not. 
No, um, nope. I mean, I I got in and went. Ugh, you see, when you start going into balance sheets and all the rest of it, it's it's not my my field at all. Um, but I do know that people who know what they're talking about, there was a huge discussion on the thread where they were posted. And uh, yeah, it generally seemed to be that once again, the feeling was, yep, things are okay. Of course, that was 2019. Um, but James has been saying that in 2020, things are looking fine at the moment. Uh, obviously, the bars aren't, um, as we'll get to. But yeah, in general, everything looks okay. So I think the general consensus is that your shares are pretty much safe at the moment. Uh, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so we'll be having a look um, at these accounts at some point, I'm quite sure, or possibly we won't, because who knows who's actually interested in that stuff. Uh, more interesting things to be talked about, though, and uh, in this case, uh, Collabfest. Tamsin, I've dished this one out to you. Can you tell... There will be people listening to this, because it's been a year, there will be people listening to this who have no idea what Collabfest is, so please bear with us if you are not new around here and go, of course I know what Collabfest is. Tamsin, please explain to the new people what Collabfest is. Yeah, I have no idea. But I'm going to... (laughs) I mean, I don't know why you didn't give this one to Joe, for example. But um, Collabfest, from what I can tell, um, is a collaboration between Brewdog Bars and kind of their local brewers. So they get together and they make a beer. Is that about right? Great. So this year, it's its eighth year... And it's going to be on 19th to 22nd of November. They've got 80 breweries involved in 16 different countries. Wow. Um, so I know some of, I saw the, some of the bars have already started making yep. their beers. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't know the, how it's the, going to work. Especially the stouts and that, they, they need to start way back. Um, yeah. And the, the logistics in this are incredible. Like, um, I'm confused, Tamsin. Have you, did you not go to Clubfest last year? No. Ah, that explains it then. So, yeah. <laughs> and Doug, what's your experience been with Collabfest being over in America? Um, my experience with Collabfest is a lot of jealousy. Yeah. Uh, but I did get a bottle of that, uh, was that Blackberry Currant Sour? Oh, yeah, the one that won last year. Did you? Yeah, when we oh, when jealous. I came over on the flight, um, <gasps> Lynn Stalker had gone to the bar and she took an empty bottle and her capper, and she got me a bottle and kept it. And so when I went over, she gave me a bottle of that, nice. and I brought that home to share with Brett. And that was, yeah, that was a pretty remarkable beer. Cause, cause I never got any. There's voting, oh. isn't there? So everyone yes. votes. Yep. Yeah, it's it's done by her untapped. And last year there was a whole bunch of controversy, <laughs> and then it, it got sorted out. So. Kerfuffle. Um, yeah, I kind of hope they do that again because it does encourage people to use Untapped, and it is nice seeing you know all the comments and reviews and everything rather than keeping it. But maybe they'll just keep it within Brewdog. But of course, the big question is going to be how are they going to do this this year? They can't really be encouraging people to go to the bars. Um, I'm quite mm-hmm. sure if the bars are open, and it's funny how now we just say that without you know any yeah any thought. Yeah, if the bars are open, um, then yeah. yeah, obviously there will be stuff on. But I mean, I think that 90% of what Collabfest is will need to be done um, from home, which is weird because I, I can't imagine how that's going to work. I mean, they, they generally all the... I mean, I know, for example, I've seen Reed's Gold down here. They've they've teamed up with the uh, flagship bar. Uh, there's a little brewery down in Stonehaven. I say little brewery, I mean literally his shed. <laughs> um, but they make some really nice beer. And um, he's it's all in key kegs. Um, and if you're not familiar with key keg, think a, a massively oversized can of beer, um, but made out of plastic. They hold about 30 litres, maybe less, actually, 25. Um, so not a lot of beer, and they get distributed all over to all the bars, you know, across Europe even as well, and some to America. So I'm, I'm kind of fascinated because I, I don't know if you can then take them and then put them into bottles after that. I presume not. No, so. they can do what they did with their hop drop. So they've got their cans, so they yeah. can just draft straight into cans. So I imagine you'll be able to go and pick up your four pack or your eight pack with your different collab beers in. Mm-hmm. You, you, if you've got a bar near Yeah, I know. If here you've I got go a bar again, you, which out of the four I've got of us. Two bars, three bars, a million bars I can go to. So. Yeah, so um, we'll we'll hopefully find out a little bit more about that. There's been a bit of speculation, but at the moment, as ever, it's always like a we don't know because I I kind of guess that they did 
you know, they don't know because they don't know what's going to happen. But the beer's been made, so that's good news. But we'll find out. But it's a really fun event. Do get involved with it if you can. 19th of November, did you say? Tell yeah, me? 19th to the 22nd, it's the weekend. Yeah, um, and it's it's right up your street um, if you've not been before. Um, and Doug, I hope you get to experience some of it this time around rather than just watching everybody go. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. That's lovely. And quick side note on uh, Untapped, they're, do- they're having their 10th anniversary. Right. Yes. And there's the, they're getting like all these breweries all over the world to make a beer. And I know both Brewdog Ellen and Brewdog USA are making uh, the collaboration beer uh, for the Untapped 10th anniversary. It's so. a sour. Oh. Yep. Oh. oh <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And I looked at, I've looked at the recipe because they're encouraging home brewers mm-hmm. to do it as well. The recipe is very sparse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I read it and I was like, oh, is that it? Oh. 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 So I don't know. I might. I might. It's, I haven't done a sour before, and it's a kettle sour. Um, I don't think kettle means... sours are that much hard. Are that no, hard to I make, don't are think they? they are too difficult. So you know, maybe I'll give it a go. Just chuck some vinegar in there. That'll make Tams happy. That's not how you do it. <laughs> lemon. That's a lemon. Yeah, fair enough. You need to put lactobacillus in. Oh, here oh. she goes. It's, here she goes with her. <laughs> Technical terms that a beer podcast really probably should talk about more often. (laughs) But if you want some actual technical terms being talked about, uh, Joanne, you have been working hard, as we've already hinted at. Yes. What is love beer learning? What is going on? Why have you got your own podcast? And are you going to put me out of a job? (laughs) No, I'm not going to put you out of a job. That's for sure. Um, So love beer learning is my beer school. Oh, look, there it is. Um, I am in the process of organising some beer tasting courses and some beer vocabulary building courses that will involve tasting beer and some sensory exercises to make sure that you actually know what lemon smells like rather than what you think lemon smells like, things like that. Um, and Smells to like complement it, I have started a podcast. We're currently in the recording stages. I'm hoping to have it out very, very soon because I'm editing as we speak. Um, oh, how's that going? That is going to be called... It's not too bad. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to be as polished as this, but it's it's all right. It's not too bad. I'm I'm learning as I go. Well, right. as I said to you offline, off the record, yes. I'm more than happy if you need any help with that. Uh, I might no be sending some things your way, but it's not. I don't think it's going too bad at the minute. Um, that is going to be called a woman's brew. The podcast, and it's myself and a lovely lady called Tori oh, there Powell. She is. There she is. There she is. And um, we are uh, we are women talking about beer, basically, and we are drinking some beers and she feels that she doesn't know that much about beer tasting so she actually approached me to do the podcast and wanted to do it as me as the air quotes expert <laughs> teaching her not the expert so we taste beers um see if we think the same thing talk about beer styles um talk about different things with the industry so our first episode is actually going to be about beers from Breweries who have women as their head brewer. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get the um, theme here. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've done another one where we've reviewed ice cream pale ales. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got another one in the works about uh, where we talk about the pros and cons of supermarket beers. Oh, excellent. Well, that's, yes. that perfectly lines up with a, a thing that I've, yes. I've asked you to talk about <laughs> later on. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a moment. Awesome. Um, right, well, that's really, really good news, Joe. Um, good luck with it all. Um, we will do our very best to promote it here. I will share on the social medias and try and get people interested. Uh, once, obviously, the podcast's out and you're kind of happy that you've got enough content to make people go mm-hmm. boom, um, I'm sure it'll be all over the forum and I hog yeah. you and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, just good luck with it. And it's it's much needed, I believe, in the industry Thank as well. You. So, um, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Come just search for Love Beer Learning. You'll find us on Instagram, Facebook, and on our website. Yeah. Right. Um, now, let's cut to me telling you in tomorrow what the results of the question of the month were. Here's me. Here's me in the future. So, just looking through some of the oh, well over 150 people who replied to our question. Uh, Brewdog screwed up when they stopped brewing which one specific beer? 
overwhelmingly, there was one beer that stuck out. But let me just tell you a couple here. Tokyo, people mentioned that. Riptide. Um, Hardcore. NZPA. I don't remember that one, unless it's just a typo. Uh, the Abstract. Well, problem with Abstract is, of course, the, the Abstract 8 is the one-off things. But okay. Uh, hardcore. Quite a few people mentioning Hardcore. Um, Indie V1. I think Mark might have been joking around there. Trashy Blonde, of course. Tokyo Rising. Zeitgeist. What else we got here? Oh, another mention for Hawker IPA. Pulp Patriot, the first one. That's an interesting one. Native Sun. I loved that beer. Oh, wow. Mojito Sour. Hmm. Ahead of its time. Was it, though? Uh, Hop Fiction again. Zeitgeist. Another Pulp Patriot woman. This one. Pulp Patriots, it makes my mic pop. Uh, Death Mermaid, things like that, but yes, anyway. But there was one beer that kept coming up over and over and over again from loads of people, and it was 5am Saint. A lot of people seem to really miss this beer. Um, maybe it'll be back, uh, we don't know. There was always talk that it was going to go into cans and become seasonal, but the number of people mentioning it here, it really does surprise me that it's not still available all year round, but... There we go. Uh, I'll be back online with another question at the start of next month. Um, not quite sure what yet, but I'll probably go for a slightly less controversial title on this one. So there we go. That was the result. Okay there, well done me. And uh, a fascinating result there. I'm sure you can all agree. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So oh. are we agreeing? Yes. yes. Absolutely yeah. agree. Yes. Absolutely or, agree. Oh, yep. gosh, that's a real disappointment, wasn't it, everybody? <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. Stunning. <laughs> The magic of radio, everyone. Uh, Joe, get this uh, sorted out just before we play the uh, EFP trailer, the video or something. I don't know what we're doing. But anyway, teaser question. Here we go. Right, we're going to go all the way back to abstract number one. What was the ABV of abstract number one? Oh, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> right, here's something here at BrewDog, and it overworks. We're on a mission to create the world's most sustainable drinks business. From the way we power our brewery to the ingredients we use, there's opportunities around every corner to become more sustainable and more environmentally friendly. Cosmic Raspberry is our core fruit sour beer. It relies heavily on whole raspberries sourced right here in Scotland. At Overworks, we have a passion for fine fruited ales. That's why we're making it a mission to incorporate what would otherwise go to waste into our beers. From August 2020 onwards, Overworks is working with local Scottish farmers to incorporate fruit that isn't pretty enough for the grocery shelf, but is still packed with amazing local flavor. Cosmic Raspberry is still the same oak-aged beer, 100% wild fermented, and still incorporating amazing flavors of Scottish berries. We're doing our part to fight food waste, create a more sustainable future, and help ensure that we have a planet to brew in. Okay, cool. Um, Joe, you asked us a ridiculous question. I oh, did. I've unplugged my headphones. Um, Doug, take a guess. What was it? The ABV. 12.4. Uh, lower. Tam's in? Uh, 8.3. Oh, higher. Oh, oh. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> 9. 9.6. <laughs> oh, higher. Oh. It was... 10.2. 10.2. Yeah. Well, thank you, Joanne, for okay. one of the hardest questions we've ever had. <laughs> Just going to make them harder and harder as we and go. And honestly, if you listen to if you're listening to this and you got that, I am I doth my cap. Well done. Yeah. And you better not have cheated on Untap because that's where I found the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, right. Okay. Um, just before we came on air, uh, Brewdog made an announcement. Um, James put this on the on Twitter. Um, say hello to the Brewdog Hop Helpline. No, no the Brewdog Hopline. There we go. <laughs> Despite the 10 p.m. curfew, we are committed to ensuring our customers have access to the best Brewdog products and services 24-7. From placing orders to advice on food pairings, we've got you covered. Call us now and the phone number. Shall we do it? Let's. Oh, oh, fun. Can, can you ask them what the calories are in a cauliflower wing? I'm desperate to find out. <laughs> there you go. They won't okay. know. Yeah, I think a food and beer pairing question would be a really yeah. good question. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm going to ask them where I can get. Uh, can I get some brew dog delivered here? But 
Let's see. Can I get some brew dog delivered here? <laughs> yeah. Can I get some delivered here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know it's just going to be like an automated service. It's not going to yeah. be a real person there. I can get some brew dog delivered It's going to be James. <laughs> Do you want me to it's, dial it's, it up? Hello? James answering the phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. He's going to tell us where his 10th favorite podcast again. Hi, I'm James Watt, co-founder of Dog. Wow. And this is the Dog Hotline. We're here to help with all of your beauty emergencies. Our certified hopheads are on hand for advice from everything from IPAs to dessert stouts. To hear our random Dog fact, please press one. Pressing one on that. 2010 was a veritable roller coaster for us as we continued our mission to spread the craft beer gospel. Opening our first craft beer bar in our hometown of Aberdeen was a dream come true. We also picked up the gold medal for hardcore IPA at the World Beer Cup and James became Scotland's youngest ever entrepreneur of the year. To return to the main menu, please press one. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. That was it. Okay. A- Hi, Ooh. I'm James Watt, oh, not this again. of Stew Dogs, and this is the Stew Dog Hotline. Are there any other options here? Inside his office doing this over and over again. Certified <laughs> hop heads are on hand for advice from everything from IPAs to dessert stouts. <clears throat> to hear a random Stew Dog fact, <laughs> nope. please press uh, one. No. I've done that. To speak with one of our beard experts for advice yep. and to order a beard direct to your door, uh, please press two. Uh, <laughs> Find out more about our beer delivery app, Stew Dog Now. No. Please press three. To speak to me direct, please press four. Hit four. <laughs> Hit four. To hear those options again. Four. Four. You guessed it. Press four. Please four. press five. I press four. Hey, it's James. Oh. Who's this? Uh, it's Rob. Just joking. I'm oh. not around. Damn it! Leave <laughs> a message. Cheers. Well done. Well done. Oh, that, was, that, was that was brilliant. Awesome. That was brilliant. <laughs> Well done. Podcast James. gold. Oh, that was great. I enjoyed that. That was well worth it. I want to talk to one of the experts, though. Okay. Should I call back? <laughs> You're going to have to listen to that message again. Yeah. Oh, no. Hot I'm going to skip it. Hi. I'm James Watt, co founder. Oh. Yes. Party time. This is good old music. I like this. It's the, um, it's the ADM Brewdog music. Hotline. Oh, hi there. It's uh, Rob, Doug, Tamsin and Joe calling here from the Brewdog News podcast. How are you? Oh, hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Would it be okay if we recorded this call and played it back to our lovely listeners? Because we're very excited about this. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, sure. This Excellent. Is, this Who... is actually Geraldine, by the way. Oh, Geraldine. Oh, my God. Geraldine, <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Ger- I've not seen you since uh, Manchester Outpost opened. How are you? I know. Oh, oh, please tell me where your first call is. You're not. I've had um, maybe four calls today, five calls today. What? Nice. People train it out. Okay. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, so we've we've got a couple of questions for you. Nothing too tricky. Don't worry, we're not we're not here to catch you out or anything like that. Uh, my first question All is: right. uh, I live in Newton Hill. Uh, is there any way that I can get a uh, brew dog now delivery to me here? Can you check that for me? I don't even know where that's at. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's well, it's um, it's outside like, of Aberdeen. Um, I can look. Awesome. This is where Geraldine just goes on the website and types in the postcode and goes. I mean, I'm on Brewdog now. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. What's your What's your postcode? Uh, A. uh, Oh, hold on. I'll have to mute it afterwards. (laughs) A B thirty nine. Yeah, maybe you don't want to give uh, the entire world your uh, postcode. Maybe you do. You can not do delivery, but you can collect. At Aberdeen Union Square, as early as nine thirty p.m. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's excellent! Oh, yeah. and, and that's a live time, so you could tell me like had the availability. Brilliant! I am, I yeah. am massive. I mean, so you can order. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Quickly, we'll we'll fire on to the next question. Uh, Tamsin, did you have one? All right. Yeah. Um. I really want to know how many calories are in a cauliflower wing. 
<laughs> because I eat a lot of them. Yeah, the, she eats a lot of cauliflower I mean, wings. Fair. I, I, I hear that. I hear you really love the cauliflower. <laughs> um, cauliflower don't have wings. Yeah. I mean... Um... I mean... It can't be that many. <laughs> Good. No, I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yep. Not that it's many. Cauliflower. It's got to be I healthy, mean, right? Listen... Just, you just have to justify that if you have fried cauliflower, it's got to be healthier than like a, a burger. Exactly, I'm better for the. Pl- I'm better good. for yeah, the planet. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, anybody else want to just put put Geraldine through any more torture um, before we let her go? <laughs> what What food would she pair with um, Barnard Castle eye test? Ooh. Ooh. With Barnard Castle eye test. Mm. Uh, what food? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, flex those stereotypes with your own skills here. Yes. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I well, so I have actually not had Barnard Castle. Obviously, working at the AF bar, we don't get um, tons of alcohol. Oh right. Okay. Um, but um, but like going off of like a New England IPA, uh, like just general general kind of like flavor notes like tropical mm-hmm. fruity uh pops in general do do kind of um enhance spice and things so they would go like pretty solid with some chicken wings always or or color yeah nice, nice. Cauliflower. yeah nice. <laughs> perfect you can't, brilliant I feel like you can't go wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah. Uh, Geraldine, have you had anyone angry phone you up yet? Wanting to complain? <laughs> no, uh, no, I have not. Oh, that's, um, that's good. I, I could start. That's good. <laughs> no, Doug. Uh, Geraldine, yeah. you, you've been a, a good. Um... You've been an absolutely fantastic sport doing this. Um, Doug, did you have any emergency questions, or can I please let Geraldine go? <laughs> oh, we can let her go because I know I can't get beer in Madison, Wisconsin yet. So no. you know. <laughs> No. Um. Oh. <laughs> you can. Yeah. You just you just gotta just not delivery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just a short drive. Well, I'm doing that uh, in November, so. Je- I mean, Je- go on, by Joe. American standards, it is a short drive. <laughs> yeah, it'll take. It takes us about eight hours, so it's not too bad. Yeah. See. Brilliant. Like that's like driving across the state of Pennsylvania. That's nothing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Geraldine, you've been a fantastic sport. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for letting us test this new service out, and it's it's oh, it's genuinely so nice welcome. a nice surprise to hear from mm. you as well. I really hope we can catch up soon. So, um, yeah, I kind of miss uh, you. So yeah. it's good. Oh, oh, I miss you too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Geraldine. Take it All easy. Right. Bye, Bye for now. Right. Bye. Thank you. That was really cool. I think if I'm lonely, I'm just going to call her up for a chat. (laughs) 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 I'm lonely in lockdown and talk to someone. Well, they they run it 24 hours. They market it. Yeah. That's nice. So, yeah, Yeah. that was really cool. So, that was um, really good. 84 calls on the first day already. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably surprising them. How many people are phoning up? So. We're yeah, in lockdown, but... Rob. What else oh, are we yeah. doing? Everybody's bored. <laughs> the, the bars I'm are alone. Shut. So alone. <laughs> well, um, if we if we don't get any nasty emails from um, Brewdog saying, "Hey, don't do that again, <laughs> please," um, then we we might come up with more fun things to phone up the um, hotline and ask them randomly. So, oh, but it's really sweet, really good to hear from Geraldine. Oh. Right, l- let's move on. Um, Joe, it's it's your favorite time. So here we go. 15 stories in 15 minutes. I still can't believe that people pay good money to get <laughs> jingles done when you can literally take your own voice and stretch it a bit. Yes. I can't I mean, believe yeah. you're still using that after what we said last time. I don't even remember what we said last time. I, I'm not very good at this, let's face it. Uh, Tamsin, you've got a first yeah. one. Um, what would you like to say on this one? I will. So uh, the Punk uh, IPA flagship bit, the recipe is slightly changing. Again. Again. 
again. So what they're doing is they've increased the dry hop rate, changed the filtering. That means something to Joe, not to me. Um, but what I'm in, in, uh, kind of care about is they're decreasing the ABV from 5.6 to 5.4 and again to 5.2 draft in the bars. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Oh. Um, I remember people pointing that one out and uh, James came back and said um, that there is um, a slight duty saving on that, which was my thinking of, of what the, the point of that whole thing was. Um, but uh, the increased cost and the way that they're making punk more than cancels that out. So it, it, this isn't a cost-saving exercise. Mm -hmm. So please, listeners, do us a favor. If you hear the cynics going, oh, they've just cut it back so they can save money, they're selling out and all that, they're not. It's costing more. It is. Um, it's it's kind of hard to know. Um, um, has any of you actually tried the, the changed recipe? Or I mean, it's so hard to know when you've had it or when you haven't, I guess. Well, I thought that the new recipe was in maybe in the big cans. So I've got to say round here, we've been enjoying the kind of the bigger cans of punk now. Because if you're kind of doing midweek drinking, it's a good sharer, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. So now, now we've learned to be... About midweek drinking as well. So. Nice. Well, I'm sure Doug can talk what, midday, well, midweek. He, he does midday drinking. So I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so that's an interesting one. Uh, I'm actually I'm quite lucky I can speak to uh, Ian, uh, the owner of the world-famous Newton Arms, um, Oh, who, by the way, very specifically today, asked me when I saw him to say hello to everybody. So Aww. he said hi to hello, you. Hello, Ian. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go and keep an eye out because his kegs will change uh, and I doubt he'll probably even notice that he's probably got new uh, things because the bar's not even in use at the moment. It's all table service, as you know. So uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if there, I can sort of notice a change in the flavour there. So yeah, okay. Um, what's next? Doug, you've got this one. 12 Go Gins of it. Christmas. Ooh. So yeah, BrewDog is releasing a, I don't know if it's an advent calendar style thing, but it's 12 Gins. It's uh, eight new flavours and four returning and they're in 50 milliliter bottles. So um, you can share them with friends, but you can't share a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm jealous about that one. I've never been a gin fan until I had Lone Wolf the first time. Mm. And uh, it's like, oh, this gin thing, I should look into this. So yeah, that's it's one of the ones that us people in the States are jealous of. I'm not, just, I'm not going uh, to spoil it. Don't worry. But there's one flavor in there, a kind of Christmassy type. Flavor Ooh. that I really hope they put into production. Oh, okay. Well, it might be horrible. Yeah, it might. I be mean, unlikely because they know what they're doing. <laughs> not like me. But uh, yeah, okay. You so should do a review because cool. you've got it, haven't you, Rob? You've ordered. Yeah. It. Um, well, I've ordered it anyway, so I mean, obviously, I'm not expecting it to arrive until at least November. So um, I did order the beer as well. So I've kind of gone a bit mental. I've ordered the beer as well. But um, actually, I mean, there's kind of method to my madness that I've been ordering stuff. I'm just about to open up um, uh, this kind of light speed that I've got here. Um, it kind of came to the realization the other day that due to the lockdown, we're not getting to taste beers at all. Um, and I'm actually now having to make an effort to stop going, oh, I'll try that when I'm in a brew dog because I'm not getting to go to a brew dog. So I need to order these things. Yeah. And I think I would just have insane jealousy over the entire um, Christmas period if I didn't ha mm -hmm. get to try some of the beers everyone was getting really excited about. Yeah. I've managed to not spoil it for myself, though. So, I did. If it's any like, consolation, as someone who goes to the bars once a week, it feels like, um, they're not, due to all the supply issues at the moment, they're not getting loads and loads of new exciting beers in. Kind of one or two, yep. uh, but that's the nature of yeah, the situation. I, I, that's, yeah. I think, as we know, most breweries have just gone into, you know, only producing what they actually need to at the moment, and lost a lot less of the experimental stuff and things. Yep. So, yep, same here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next is um, bad news in Brussels. Um, bad news, but it's it's it is only temporary, as you can see. Uh, JB put a post up on the forum. Uh, long story short, is the COVID impact uh, for Brewdog Brussels means that it's it's impossible. Um, I'm I'm quite sure many of the bars uh, across the entire Brewdog uh, estate for the, for that use that technical term. I'm quite sure that they're struggling all over the place. But the Br Brussels bar apparently was it's it's 
it's cheaper to close it. Um, that, according to JB, should ensure its long-term future. They have no plans to, to go anywhere. Just at the moment, they can't do anything. And he said that all the staff um, are being looked after just now. Um, so they have a furlough equivalent, apparently, in Belgium, which is a bit more generous than the UK one. So, um, yeah, so so good luck to everybody there. Um, and I know there was a lot of sad people on the forum posted. Not sad people? No, a lot of people on the forum who were sad, not a lot of sad people. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, we knew what you meant. Yeah, exactly. So. Did, did you mention about Budapest as well? Because that one's been really gutting for me. Uh, no, I think we mentioned it on the last podcast, I think. Oh. If we didn't, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I'm sure folks. I listened to it, even though I wasn't on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Apparently I was in the last one and I wasn't even there. Yeah, so. you were. It was uncanny. <laughs> you you were mentioned an awful lot. And mm. uh, I had to edit out a lot of swearing as well from that one because of you. So, yeah. Um, I, think, I think what I'm trying to say is if there's somewhere you want to go and visit, I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you can. If it's on the list, go. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the bad news continues um because over in uh, Ireland, Northern Ireland, Belfast, um the we've spoke about this a few times, the Brew Dog Now project that was there. Um unfortunately that has also had to be put on ice at the moment. Again, not gone anywhere, um, but uh, Gordon there, he's he's been trying his best to get that off the ground and the partner they've been working with and things like that, it's just not worked out. Uh, but he's still super keen to make it a reality. So, uh, again, best of luck to them. I'm, I'm sure um, throughout all of 2021, things are going to change and there's going to be all sorts of exciting new projects and something will come up to fill it. And so the people of Belfast will get lovely fresh Brewdog from Brewdog at some point, I am quite sure. Okay, that sentence was absolutely rubbish. Um, so bail me out of this, please, Tamsin. What's the next story? Yeah, so as a story. Aldi, the uh, mass supermarket in the UK, made a fake Brewdog Punk IPA. So in response, it looked exactly the same, kind of same branding, same kind of thing. So in Apparently res- it tasted exactly the same as well. Did it? I haven't mm. tried in response, Brewdog joked about making a fake Aldi beer. And then what happened was everyone loved the idea. And Aldi got in touch with Brewdog saying, yeah, make it and we'll sell it. Uh, as Andrew would say, never want to miss a marketing opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> so it's going to be out mid-October. And why I am especially excited about it is because for every case they sell, they're going to plant another tree in the Brewdog Forest. Oh, that's really cool. Um, look at how pathetic I am at pouring beer. <laughs> oh, for the audio Robert. listeners, you need that to take is, a class with uh, love beer learning. I think foam. you've got a clean glass though, so that's you've got a beer clean glass, so that's all right there. Oh, have I? Yes. Oh, I thought I just... are, there bu- are there bubbles stuck on around the side? Uh, Was that lacing? That's the only thing I know. Oh, I, d- I don't know. No, I don't see Doesn't any. Look like it. I don't I see, any, see bubbles. any bubbles. No. No, so that means you've got a beer clean glass. Good. I got it out of the dishwasher. Well done. Oh yeah, there you go. That do. <laughs> <laughs> my just to plug my podcast again. Oh, we here we go. It's going to happen a lot now. It's going to happen a lot. We're planning. Or we would like to do if we can get them. We want to do a comparison on an episode of Punk IPA, Anti-Establishment and Aud IPA. <laughs> yeah. See what the differences are. Nice. Not unless we get to do it first. Love. <laughs> I'll do it on both. Got the throne. <laughs> on that though, could you do like how to pour a bit? I know that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I've proven that like I'm rubbish at it. Like a video. Like yeah. th- how to pour a stout, how to pour an IP. I'm just saying. Could do with that. Yeah. Rob right. could do with it. Okay. <laughs> if, if we can move on Great. from Joe's production <laughs> so Australia podcast. Doug, please, tell us about Australia. Go for it, please. So Australia, you can now get Australia Brewed Punk and Brewdog Pale Ale and Hazy Jane and Elvis Juice. Can we still say Elvis Juice? Ooh, Ooh. Can we? Yes, we can. So, Australia, yes. probably. So you can get all those brewed in Australia now, in Australia, which I think is pretty cool. Um an interesting thing that I found was Australia, and they're brewing the beers at a lower ABV because yeah. that seems to be where Australia has their beers as a lower mm. uh, ABV content. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it'd be great to taste 
the different punks from the different countries because you know they're they're all punk but they're all just that little bit different little bit tweaked so i i, yeah, I straight away went for the conspiracy theory there of again the brewing this lower abv something to do with duty or saving something mm. but no apparently it's a decision based on the palate of the australians yeah interesting mm-hmm. so yeah mm. um but it's kind of cool. Um, there was a guy on iHawkU Brewdog, the Facebook group, the other day, and he got um, a picture of the evolution of punk, he called it. And I'm really jealous of that, and I'd love to have it. It's all the different punk things yes. throughout the years. That oh, was nice. a really good And picture. I was like, oh, that would have been such a good thing to have sat behind me here. Um, mm. Because, yeah, and, and adding in things like the slightly different ABV punk that's brewed in Australia would be really cool just to have in a collection. So mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Joe, we're massively over time. Go for the next <laughs> one for us. <laughs> the next book from Brewdog after Craft Beer for the People is going to be Brewdog Craft Beer for the Geeks. Um, it is being pitched as a fully illustrated taproom Bible and it is a deep dive into the art and science behind craft beer. So it's going to have stuff in it like um, knowledge about beer and brewing, um, Food pairings, just ring up the hotline. I don't know why you need the book. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the world's best beers that personify those styles. And there are some interviews with some of the industry's pioneers from uh, the likes of The Colonel and Roosters. So go buy that on pre-order. It's on Amazon for £16. And at some point, it's going to be on the Brewdog website with a special white cover. Oh, I was just showing a picture of that as well. Yeah, so that looks kind of cool. Uh, and I'm also really glad to see uh, Richard Taylor is the writer on this yes, one mainly because I, uh, I really, really am surprised. I've mentioned this before. It's sat behind me. There it is. Craft beer for the people. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I was Mine's genuinely surprised about Mine's how how much I learned, and it wasn't. It, it, I was expecting more of a sort of oh, just look how wonderful Fluff. Brewdog is. But no, it was genuinely full of really good and interesting content. And I, I, I like the recipes Doing at the back. Doing job. That's my favourite bit, the food stuff at the back. Yeah. I, I really struggle with food pairing, actually. That's a, an area that I need to work on. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Doug, I hold something small in my hand that I have, I have for you. <laughs> oh, you oh it's a beer. Do you now? <laughs> so I've got a filthy mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold this up for the... Uh, for the audience who are watching this so, on YouTube. Oh, it's very small. Brewdog has wow, once I again hear that a lot, yes. claimed the strongest beer brewed. They worked with... Um, yeah. and, <laughs> I'm never going to say that never word say right. That, yeah. oh, Me either. My so they worked with... pronounce the word overworks. <laughs> I say overworks just fine. It's just I say it in cursive. <laughs> overworks. So... The brewery's Andrew name sent is us a video on how to pronounce this. Shoshram Brew. And so it's the world's strongest beer. It's pouring at 57.8 ABV. And I know a lot of people are talking about the snake bite beer, but that was a beer they brewed and then they put alcohol in it. So it's it's not a beer. Oh, it's, that doesn't count. Yeah, it, it, then it's a, what is it, a boggard, right? Is that what they call that? I don't know. Maybe. That sounds rude. Yeah. So, yeah, it comes in little Bracket. tiny 40 milli- milliliter bottles. Um, I thought they were 40. I thought tiny. they were 45. Um, you can make you a necklace. Have them as earrings. So, yeah, 57.8, and they sold out. They had like 3,000 bottles, sold them out in a few hours. Mm-hmm. And Robert was kind enough to grab one for me. All I have to do is spend a couple thousand dollars and get to Aberdeen. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Except you're, yeah. On the, you're on the no fly list, so you're not allowed. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, that. yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, that's cool. Um, oh, oh, yes, sorry, I've just noticed on the script here Rob to play this video, so I'm gonna play this video. This all started a decade ago with a 32% ice distilled beer called Tactical Nuclear Penguin, that at the time was the strongest beer the universe has ever seen, but not for long because of 40% Schorsch Brown Schorsch Box took the title back. We set their record again with a 41% IPA called Sink the Bismarck. But not for long when Schorschbrow Schorschbock came back at us with 43% alcohol. We reclaimed the record in July 2010 with a 55% beer called the End of History packaged in taxidermy. Since then, Schorschbrow Schorschbock has held the world title. 
After a decade, we're going to Germany to collaborate with Scharfbau to see if we can up the ante together once again. We're going to Germany. You're going to Germany. Okay, uh, next up it is me, uh, New Bars. I'll do this one really quickly. James just confirmed what we've already spoke about a couple of times before, but the current projects that are underway are as follows. Brewdog Shanghai, Brewdog Uddersfield, uh, Brewdog Headingley. Where's Headingley? That's in... Uh, is that not down your way? Don't know. I have no idea. It's not in Kent. God, no, sorry, Headingley. <laughs> It's not it's not, if you're no. from Headingley, please let us know where you are. <laughs> where are you in the world? I mean, we could go into Google. And <laughs> how do maps work? Yeah. Oh no, phone the F- hot help line. No, we're not phoning yeah. the hot help yeah, line. Yeah, we've got a question. <laughs> Geraldine's going to be like, "What do you want? What do you want now?" Um, Lincoln, Bradford, Mumbai, uh, Weissbaden, uh, Plymouth, and of course, Mega Dog Tap up in Ellen, which uh, I'm hoping I can get up to. Still, no bars in Kent. <laughs> well, there's a reason for Just that. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Rude. Oh, fair enough. Right, Joe, stop moaning and <laughs> can okay. you tell us the next story, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we mentioned earlier about supermarket beers, which might, uh, there will be an episode of my podcast about. Uh, <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> Brewdog tweeted a reminder that Layer Cake their 7% s'mores-inspired stout is available at Tesco's now. Um, So at the minute, Tesco's have upped their craft beer game. Morrison's have come along as well and upped theirs. Uh, In Morrison's, you can get Nitro, Jet Black Heart and Choco Libra. So go find some wonderful Brewdog beers in the respective supermarkets. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, that is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, Tamsin. Uh, let's just fire straight on. Um, next one. I you you'll know why I gave you this one because I know you've had one of these. Yeah, I know. So, uh, free coffee, still going. Yay! So, um, Brewdog is giving all EFPs um up to three free coffees in UK bars until the end of October, and all you have to do is show your QR code on the one of the apps. Pick an app. And <laughs> so many of them. And um, you'll get your free coffee. And um, I did a taste test the other day and I tried them all. It's funny, they all come in the same um, cup, but um, my favourite was the latte. It was spot on. Excellent. Um, cool. Okay, let's keep firing through them, try and catch up on time a bit. Uh, Doug, you've got this one. A uh, bunch of new merch available. Um, going yeah. on with the, the carbon carbon negative standpoint so they're uh they're dyed using low impact processes clean energy techniques and uh printed in the uk using eco-friendly water-based inks so when they say they're trying to make a change it sounds like they're really trying to go all the way through the company and and making these changes so i was i was keen to get but unfortunately they don't do in uh, my size which is my problem not theirs i understand (laughs) They always put everything on the back. I know. We've had we've had this yeah, we've conversation. We've had this conversation about how ladies with longer hair and who like to wear cardigans, imagery on the back of the t-shirt is not the best place. I hope you're listening, brew dog. Please put it on the front. <laughs> yeah, on the front. Thank you. Yes. Excellent. Okay, next up, what have we got? Oh, it's me, Hoppy Meals. Really quick one this one. Uh Again, never want to miss a marketing opportunity. Um, <laughs> Brewdog have uh, are now doing something called a Hoppy Meal, which is basically it's fries, a beer, a beautiful looking burger, and uh, you usually get a little something in there with it as well. Um, so like a key ring, that's the one we're showing on the screen for the audio listeners just now. So that's quite a cool thing. The other available in other bars, not to be confused with Happy Meals from McDonald's, but uh, both of them make me happy, so... There we go. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out. That's not news. <laughs> My kids have been eating them for six months, and I'm sure I've talked about them on here. Just like... <laughs> wow, listeners. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> you can cut kids that. Kids don't bad. get a beer though. 
please consider donating to uh, patreon.com forward slash brewdog news so as I can put this misery out. <laughs> anyway, Tamsin, oh, yeah. if it's all right with you, yeah. you've got the next one because you've been using it to go for it. That's true. So, Desk Dog, which is where you can go and work from a brew dog bar. So it's been out for a while. Yeah, if you live near one. Um, but the the news is they've released a season pass. So you pay £70 a month. Um, it normally costs £7 a day. And for that, you can go unlimited times and you get unlimited coffee, the Wi-Fi, access to the Wi-Fi. And uh, when you've finished, you get a pint of punk. I think that's a pretty damn good deal. Um, I mean, I know obviously it's, it's to encourage people to be there, but I mean... I'm quite sure there'll be plenty of people listening to this who have been taking advantage of that and go, no brainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's that? Thirty-five quid a month. Uh, so what, no, seventy uh, quid a month. So you have to go like ten so times a month. Yeah. So all oh, right, okay, and, and then you just you, it fixes your costs, doesn't it? And if you've got a nice employer who would happily pay that for you because you need to get away from the kids and stuff like that, mm-hmm. cracking. My, I'll just say this. My only, it was great when I did it. Because yeah. there was no music. So I could do like video, like I could do conference calls and things. So it'll be interesting to see if it becomes more popular. They might look at kind of their music volumes during Wait, the day. You could do conference calls. Wait, we. so did you do work calls? I did work calls from Bruda. Nice. <laughs> People not like... To my boss Very as nice. well. But my boss knew. I did. I did going, um, are you in a pub? Are you in the bar? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's when you got to put on your fake background. No, no, no. I told them because we're going to have team <laughs> meetings. Definitely at home. So we had, our, we had our team Christmas night at Brewdog. They all know how obsessed I am. And um, they're all going to come and join us. So we're going to do a kind of team meet up in Brewdog. Oh, that's cool. Nice. nice. Yeah. Excellent. And then you can tell them that Hoppy Meals have been around for six months. I will. Even I though will. you've had the script all afternoon and could have already corrected it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, but it's more fun this way. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh, okay, um, I've got the last one. Uh, it's not Brewdog related, but I just really wanted to give a shout out. Uh, anyone who's been listening to this podcast for any length of time uh, will know that uh, we're huge fans of uh, Fierce Beer uh, based up here in Aberdeen. And uh, many of the staff from Brewdog have come from there, gone to there and things like that. Uh, Brewdog, uh, sorry, Fierce Beer have now opened in Manchester and right in the northern quarter. I cannot wait to visit this bar. I feel like for some reason this is a big step up from them. The Edinburgh bar was really cool, but to be right in in amongst all the big players there in Manchester is great. So, uh, Dave, uh, Louise. It's a really lovely space as well. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. And Dave, Dave, Louise and Dave are lovely folks and Aaron who I think is still there you know they're really genuinely lovely folks and they, and they, they deserve this success so um, very best luck to them I, and I really hope that you know the impact of Covid doesn't spoil their plans too much but yeah I'm sure they'll still be around right um, I was uh, I was really sad when I saw that Marble weren't reopening there but when I saw that Fierce were taking it over I was like it's fine it's in good hands <laughs> And apparently Marble are opening up a bigger place anyway, so that's why they're moving. It's not that they didn't, they couldn't have a second half, they needed a bigger place. It's a win-win. Yeah, so it's gone to a really good uh, other brewery, and yeah, it's going to be great. Go visit it if you're in Manchester. Cool. Uh, it's 21.15, and uh, as anyone in the UK is listening to this knows, that means I have 25 minutes to basically <laughs> get to the bar, get a pint. I've got a present shot. for you there, Rob. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you can't go to the bars, so I thought I'd do something a little fun here. So oh. I have oh. some Brewdog Fortune cookies. So if you pick right hand or left hand, we will open it, and and I'll read your fortune. Okay, this 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 is going to be good. Uh, I will go. I will go your left hand. Right, okay. See, I always bring the fun stuff. Right. Okay. And. If you haven't seen these in the bars, you kind of get them at the end of your meal. So it's a proper fortune cookie. Here we go. What is my fortune? Your fortune is... You've got cookie crumbs on your top. (laughs) There you go. That's brilliant. That's a clever one. That's a clever one. I do. 
Something uh, to think about. That's a good, yeah. that's a good yeah. joke. Wow. And, sp- and speaking of jokes, um, Joanne? Yes. Go for it. Um, I don't think I've uh, I've mentioned my podcast in about five minutes, but um, <laughs> but along with my podcast, I've also been writing a book about construction. I'm still working on it. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> I might have said I'm still putting it together. Oh, Maybe that's that. a good one. That's good. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're Maybe actually it's under construction. It's a work yeah, in progress. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Folks, last orders. Aizen is coming. I've got to go. Uh, folks, if anybody wants to um, correct me on things, yeah, I'm sounding really right, bitter. I'm not bitter at all, by the way, just to be clear on that. I appreciate the fact that you did it, because otherwise people will be going, oh, that's been around forever. No, thank you, Tamsin. Um, folks, if you if you want to correct me on anything, though, please feel free. I've got a thick skin. Uh, it's at Sunscreen pretty much everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on the forums. Uh, not Facebook. Uh, but you can message me on Facebook, I think, unless I've turned it off, because Facebook. Um, yeah, that's me, Joe. Please tell people where they can send you better jokes. I am a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, another and, podcast plug. And Unbelievable. Wait, wait, I haven't even got there yet. Goodness. I am a woman's brew on Instagram, Facebook, and on the Brew Dog Forum. And then please find us at Love Beer Learning at Facebook and Instagram. The podcast will be coming soon. Awesome. Uh, Tamsin, go for it. Yeah, I'm Tamsin on the Brew Dog Forum and X Tamsin X everywhere else Tamsin did you get any feedback from our last episode all the sustainability stuff no I think I put everyone to sleep uh... no I don't think you did at all <laughs> uh, but do fire in with any questions if there's something that we talked about or didn't talk about in that that you would like us to talk about because Tamsin actually is an expert on this we're not just saying it she is so yeah um, Doug you've got something to plug uh, as well as telling people where they can find you, but go. For I it. have a podcast. Yay! <laughs> Am I going to have to get one now? Is you this need what we're saying? Yeah. Granted, I haven't put out an episode since March, but you know, I have one. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to be sitting down with Jason Block, the Brewdog USA CEO, and we're scheduled for October 8th. So we will release that here shortly after that. So I'm looking forward to that. He's supposed to have some sustainability news from the U.S. standpoint and some of the other things and updates on things we've talked about in the past. But I am Doug in a Pub. um, Or Doug in a Pub! Doug Uh, in a Pub! Nice. And uh, on the forum, I'm just Doug Johnson. Everywhere else, I'm Doug in a Pub. Excellent. Well, that's it for this week. Send us a voicemail to our local rate number 01224-518-501. You can email us studio at brewdognewspodcast.com. That comes up right here on this screen next to me. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Brewdog News Podcast and our Twitter is at Brewdog News. Our Instagram is uh, Brewdog News Podcast. Joe and Andrew doing an excellent job on that. Show notes and past episodes are always available on our website at brewdognewspodcast.com. Uh, we have our 50th episode next. It wow. will be something special. I don't know yet. Still, everything's so up in the air because of COVID, but pretty sure we'll have Mr. James Watt on one way or another. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Oh, I've done that bit already. Have I? No. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that they get the latest. Oh, just, just have a great week, everybody. Wait, Bye. are we shareholders? <laughs> don't forget my podcast. Lord, I'm fading you out. You've opened the door now. That's it. The floodgates are open. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>